the vital way. Where ancient wisdom meets the cutting edge to optimize your vitality and performance. There are no right ways, just better ways. Hey, welcome back. This is our second episode on pine pollen. If you missed the first one, be sure and go and listen to that. I'm sure you'll still gain a lot from this one, but that's going to give you the background from which the discussion continues here. It's me and my brother Cloud talking about everything pine pollen. Right. And speaking of chemical xenoestrogen, uh, which in our society, our culture, we're constantly surrounded by chemicals, whether you have paint on your walls or you have a new car that's off-gassing. Anything chemical around you is putting off xenoestrogens. Um, any, if you're using normal commercial cleaners, you know, they have xenoestrogens in them. And what happens, these things store up in your body, in your liver, uh, they're estrogen-mimicking molecules, and they store in your liver slowly over time, raising your estrogen levels. And mm -hmm. when your estrogen goes up, testosterone and estrogen, you know, are a pair. When one goes up, the other goes down, you know. So if over time you're slowly raising your estrogen levels, well, your testosterone is going to be coming down. Mm -hmm. Okay, and that can lead to a lot of problems, especially in men, you know, that are not supposed to have that much estrogen. So, right, and these the, men do need some amount of estrogen, but yeah, uh, you basically can't avoid estrogen. So, right, having, Correct. and that's the thing, the, the more estrogen you have, it actually is sort of becomes a vicious cycle where it's harder for your body to do it, like, uh, the estrogens also get stored in your fat cells, and uh, the more fat you have, then that increases aromatization, which is where your testosterone converts over to estrogen, uh, which is a, generally not a thing you want to have happening. So the, the the more you get of this, the worse off it can be and the harder it can be to go, go in the reverse direction. Yeah, so one of the biggest said benefits of pine pollen is the fact that it can detox fake estrogens out of your liver. And in turn, mm -hmm. if you're lowering your amount of xeno and phytoestrogens and maybe even mycoestrogens, well, what's going to happen to your testosterone? It'll slowly go back up to where it's supposed to. T pine pollen is said to be a, uh, a testosterone rebalancer. Okay, it's mm -hmm. not going to actually boost your testosterone, it's going to put it to natural levels. Mm -hmm. Which, in most cases, unfortunately, is <laughs> it's going to be boosting it for people because they are uh, less than at the natural levels. Well, yeah, there, I, it's going to feel like a boost if you've had super high estrogen levels for years and all of a sudden you get rid of that and your testosterone starts to come back up. Well, yeah, it's going to feel like a boost. You know, mm -hmm. but you're really getting back to where you should have been, you know. Mm -hmm. Here, here's something yeah. interesting for people if they're getting blood tests, which is definitely good to be able to look at the numbers. You know, you have total testosterone, free testosterone. There's really kind of the whole science between what you want to look at. But they typically, with men, they'll test uh, just one form of estrogen, estradiol. And certainly if that's too high, then that's a problem. You basically want to, uh, if I remember this correctly, you want it to be less than half of what your free testosterone is. 
But the thing is, that is just measuring one form of estrogen. There are other ones, estrone, estriol, but they're not actually able to measure, as far as I know, uh, they're not measuring these xenoestrogens, these other bad estrogens that can be in your body. So even with blood testing, you're sort of limited to looking at the picture. But things could look fine, and you may still also have a whole bunch of these. Now, granted, if you have a bunch of xenoestrogens because of the other sort of complications, it's likely that some other issues with a blood test would arise, but those can't be measured directly as far as where we're currently at. You had your blood testing, right? Yeah, it's been a little while. We, we, and how did your results go? Uh, I was in the normal range. I definitely, uh, what's probably best, because the normal range for testosterone, total or free, tends to be a pretty big range that uh, most people, you, you'd want to be on the higher end of that range. And I'd have to look again at my test, but I was, I was probably in the middle, so it could have definitely done better. Uh, one thing that was of interest for me was the one thing that was outside of normal ranges was my sex hormone binding globulin. So I've uh, paid a little more attention to working with that. And I think that's probably actually why, uh, even more so than the pine pollen, the Tomcat Ali seemed to work very well for me and has continued to work well because that also has the sex hormone binding globulin lowering properties. Right. But we'll get more into that in another episode. <laughs> right. That'll be fun, Tomcat episode. But getting back to pine pollen, well, I know we have had some people that have, you know, had their blood tested before and after pine pollen, correct? Yeah. We've seen their results, and, you know, unfortunately, like you said, nothing works 100% of the time for everyone, but, you know, for these people, it worked great. Yeah. That's a cool thing. A lot of people early on were thinking that pine pollen would just, uh, boost testosterone or help with that, but it also does seem to have either it's anti-aromatization or it's pulling out these estrogens, but it seems to cut down on those levels as well. So uh, it's definitely not just working on the androgen pathway. Right, right. Well, that goes right along, hopefully, with what I said earlier about it lowering <laughs> uh, estrogen-mimicking molecules inside your body, right? So should so, we talk about tinctures now? Yeah, I was going to say, so besides the powder, you know, there's also the tincture form. So mm -hmm. what is the purpose of a pine pollen tincture? Well, uh, before we get to that, uh, what Stephen Buner wrote in his book regarding pine pollen was that the androgens don't seem to uh, pass through the digestive tract. They get broken down. Um, now, that may or may not be true. Obviously, there are hormonal effects that occur with the pine pollen powder. Uh, maybe it's going through a whole bunch of ways, and, yeah, those actual androgens aren't being directly passed into the body. Uh, however, the idea is with the tincture, the alcohol is going to draw out the androgens much more. It's going to draw out the hormonal substances. There's going to be a lot of other things in the tincture as well but definitely it's not going to be pulling out all the nutrition that pine pollen has. And then when you take the tincture, uh, especially you put it under your tongue, you take it what's known sublingually, then there the uh, 
your cells are very thin from outside of your body to inside, so the alcohol can then penetrate and go directly into your bloodstream. Thus, these androgens can go directly into your bloodstream and have even more of a hormonal effect right away. So what you're saying basically is the tincture form of pine pollen is more about the hormone support. Yes, absolutely. The way I like to think of it is the pine pollen is more of a hormone balancer, like you already said, while the tincture is more of a hormone booster. Right. Or in my case, I tell people the powder is, you know, more about nutrition and some hormone support, and the tincture is just about the hormone support. Right. So the powder could be the food, while the tincture is more of a medicine. Which which what means, I, uh, and that this is why we recommend cycling with the tincture. Anytime you're doing anything hormonal, it's probably a good time to uh, cycle off it, then come back on. Even with the pine pollen food, yes, uh, I mean, Cloud takes it all the time. Uh, we say you can take it all the time. Even with that, you know, having a break every once in a while is probably not a bad idea. The thing is your body's going to adapt to whatever you're doing. So if you have something that's somewhat powerful, like taking the pine pollen tincture, your body may adapt to that and thus end up, if you do it for the long term, ramping down its own production. Uh, so just with anything hormonal, always a good idea to cycle, which means well, going off of it cycle? and coming back on. I, I am so random with my herbs, unless I'm doing yeah. a specific <laughs> protocol for a time. No, I really am. Yeah. What do I feel like taking today? So I'm, I'm, yeah. I take herbs intuitively. <laughs> right. Oh, well, my, I mean, I used to just, I would do a, one bottle when I finished it, you know, I would wait a couple weeks to a month before I started mm-hmm. another bottle, you know. Yeah. In my opinion, the powder, like you said, it may or may not, the hormone stuff may make it through the GI tract. That's up to debate. Um, I think it does because I've known plenty of people to take the, just the powder and it does hormonal stuff. Uh, but again, the powder is about nutrition, and you m- probably don't need to cycle off of it, in my opinion. The tincture, yeah, it's a good idea to take breaks here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it is a—it's uh, powerful stuff. I mean, the, I believe it was the first time I uh, just taking the tincture, like I can feel—it uh, feels like a little bit of energy, like my body becomes enlivened by doing it right away, which I don't necessarily feel from the powder. Um, yeah, yeah I may mean, notice another... an effect of energy over, you know, weeks or days of taking it, but I, I can feel the tincture right away, which is a right. pretty good sign that it's doing something. Right. Well, and I found in talking to a lot of customers that actually pine pollen, either the powder or the tincture, you know, some customers, the tincture works instantly, like you were, you know, kind of saying. You can feel it as soon as I've heard. As soon as it hits their mouth, they skyrocket with energy, and they're raring to go do all this stuff. They work out, do whatever, and the powder doesn't do crap for them, you know. Yeah. Like that, and and then there's a, the other side, it's the other half of the people that are like, I don't feel anything from the tincture, you know, but I get energy ten minutes after I consume the powder, mm-hmm. you know, and I yep. think I tend to gravitate towards the powder more actually mm-hmm. everyone's different and some people like the tincture uh because of the taste would be one thing 
uh, you're not tasting as much if that's an issue for you. I know a uh, good friend Tyler, he likes it just for the convenience of it, you know, putting the droppers in is easy then, uh, like even mixing the powder into water or something simple like that. She likes it for that. Uh, there's another guy I know that uh, he seemed to have a pine pollen allergy, uh, so he couldn't take the powder. He'd get a little, like, itchy and red when doing nothing serious. But I was like, hey, try the tincture, see if that works for you. And that did work for him, so he wasn't getting the allergic response from the powder at all. So he could take right. or he wasn't getting it from the tincture, so he went with that. Yeah, so the point is you kind of got to play around like anything with the herbs. You know, you've got to find out what works for you. Is it the powder? Is it the tincture? You know, sometimes taking them both, regardless if one works better than the other for you. You know, if you're getting all the nutrition from the powder and all the hormone support from the tincture, you know, why not take both and see what happens, you know? Yeah. In fact, I think that's a good way to take, if you're taking the tincture, it's probably good to also take the powder uh, just because, Tincture by itself, it, it's pulling out these parts and making those available. Uh, but for the same reason that we were talking about in the start of this with, like, isolated nutrients, even if they're in a natural right. form, they may enter your body and not necessarily have an idea of where to go or how it should act. And that's really what all the other information, all the other micronutrients within something help it to do. So if you're taking the powder and the tincture at the same time, I think that may be able to help the tincture to work even better. Yeah, this is a theory, but uh, I mean, people that take both of them seem to report positive results. So. Mhm. Mhm. Well, you're probably going to get at least one. If you're taking both, at least you're going to get one of them that works better for you, right? So. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. We do recommend people experiment because there's only one way you can find what works for you. Even if you read all these double-blind studies, right? You know, some people didn't respond in that group. Like, nothing works 100% for every person, so you really have to experiment. So, yeah, try the powder by itself. Try the tincture by itself. Try them both at the same time. Try it in combination with other herbs, and you'll find what works best for you. And just because it's working best for you right now doesn't mean it's always going to be like that. Uh, Things change. All kinds of things change, so you'll have to update your herbal program along the way as well. Now, okay, speaking of that, that things changing, have you noticed, you know, a change, let's say, from when we first started taking it, the short-term benefits to the long-term benefits of consuming it for years? Hmm. It's a good question. Well, one thing I noticed with the pine ball and for me is uh, if I haven't t- taken it for a while and then I start taking it, like, I really noticed the effects. And then after even a relatively short period of time, like a couple of weeks, the effects aren't as strong. So, you know, I could definitely up the dose to get them again. But uh, that's why I kind of do things randomly. Um, But as far as long-term effects, I mean, I'm always pretty much have really good energy. Like I'm always feeling pretty top of my game and just doing small tweaks in order to get better. And so definitely – Taking all these herbs is one of the things that has helped me to get into this sort of state. Right. I mean, I've noticed the same thing, too. Over time, you consistently take it. You may not get jacked up like I used to in the beginning. Oh, man, I remember the beginning. 
like I said in the other podcast, the pine pollen, I loved taking it. It was like a drug. I felt so good when I took it. It was awesome. And over time, yeah, that slowly faded. And I know in Chinese medicine, uh, there are, you know, short-term effects and longer-term effects, and those for the same herb can be very different, you know. Yeah. I've never found exactly the pine pollen, you know, short-term versus long-term, but this is why I bring it up, to see what you have noticed. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, one of the things to take into consideration with this is we're always sort of judging changes based on what our baseline is. So right when you first started taking pine pollen, like you're saying, you felt a lot of energy, got a lot of benefits from it, but really as you continue to take it, your baseline of how you feel increases, and so you'd have to take a lot more to feel uh, that same sort of energy just because your baseline was much better. And that's the thing, like if we think back a couple years ago, like if we went back to there and then judged compared to now, we could see a much more clear difference. It's just, you know, over time it's it's hard to – really realize, especially if these subtle changes have happened along the way. The idea is to really, you know, keep increasing your health, increase everything you want to increase on the upwards expanding spiral that just continues to get better and better. Great. Awesome. So is this just for guys? It is not just for guys. In fact, you know, some of our best like testimonials come from women uh, what we generally recommend is for women uh, just do the pine pollen powder uh, because the tincture is much more powerful hormonally and specifically we're saying androgenically, then it's generally not recommended for women. That being said, there have been a couple exceptions, at least one that comes to mind. Um, so if we're talking about women's hormones, uh, as I said earlier, it can be very complex, especially uh, different phases of lives. For instance, there can be too much estrogen, too little estrogen, too much progesterone, not enough progesterone. Uh, women also have testosterone, so that can be too high or that can be too low. Uh, if it is too low, then uh, that may be a case where women can use pine pollen tincture. I know uh, one menopausal woman had great results just taking like a couple drops, I believe it was, and it seemed to work really great for her. Um, even if you're not... Uh, if you don't have the issues with the testosterone, then still taking the pine pollen powder. A lot of people have had very positive effects, a lot of them hormonal, so noticing a decrease in PMS symptoms is one thing, or a decrease in menopause symptoms, depending on what age they happen to be. Right, and this is where I am kind of like, you know, like I said, we recommended pine pollen powder for women over the tincture, um, mm-hmm. and, you know, every every customer I'd talk to, I'd be like, don't forget, your wife can take this too, and trust me, you will thank me, because what we noticed with our, you know, friends and the females around us that were taking it is, like you are saying, uh, a, just a stabilization of hormones, you know, of not going up and down, just them being level, you know, and, and uh when the, uh, what's it called, the menstrual cycle comes around, we even had some people that didn't even know it was coming. All symptoms disappeared because mm-hmm. of the fine pollen, you know. And so to me, that kind of shows that the, the hormone component 
of the pine pollen powder does make it through the GI tract. Mm-hmm. You know, just anecdotally, it does make it through. It's still something is happening there. Otherwise, you know, I do not think females would be getting these kind of results off the powder. Yeah, yeah. Here's something to note, and uh, some people may disagree with me, but I believe like if you're really optimally healthy, there should be no symptoms, or at least a very minimal amount of uh, bad symptoms with either PMS or menopause. It should really be much more of a gradual transition. So I know all kinds of different things can go wrong, uh, and there can be lots of different symptoms, but th- those can be signs. So that would be one thing you can look at as far as if uh, pine pollen works for you or not. So if it hurts really, really bad, you're screwed up. <laughs> Yeah, because, uh, once again, there can be all kinds of things. One hormone is way too high or way too low, uh, toxicity of all different sorts, uh, lack of sufficient vitamins, minerals, all sorts of different things can be at play in that. So, yeah, that would be one sort of sign you can use for uh, your health and thus if herbs and supplements that you're taking are helping or not. Yeah. And like you were saying, with the the menopause, I know uh, our brother Zane wrote a piece, a blog piece on uh, herbs and menopause a couple of years ago, and he did a bunch mm-hmm. of research and pine pollen, shilajit, and various other herbs would all help with menopause. Uh, and like you were saying, yes, yeah, so we've had customers where they ordered the tincture, you know, even against our advice, and you know, three drops pretty much uh, eliminated all menopausal symptoms that person had. Mm-hmm. You know, and once again, this is the, it comes with the caveat: if if it happened that your testosterone was already really really high, then definitely that would, that could exacerbate things. So yeah, if you do okay. take pine pollen, whether it's a powder or tincture, and things get worse, then for other, whatever reason, they may not be working well for you. Um, but we well, do to plan to have a few more women-directed herbs in the future that can help more with the different hormonal issues at play. Yeah. So basically, to sum it all up, you know, this I think, you know, pine pollen powder is for everybody. You know, it's the nutrition is so great, keeping your hormones, you know, in check, you know, where they should naturally be, which I think it does help with a lot, you know, my daughter, my two-year-old loves pine pollen powder. You yeah. know, I don't force her to take it. She asks for it. And, yeah. you know, it's kind of weird. Some She won't ask for it forever, and then all of a sudden out of the blue, she's like, I want pine pollen. How, did, mm-hmm. how does she know? <laughs> well, that just, we didn't really mention children, so as you're saying right here, the powder should be safe for children. Definitely wouldn't recommend the tincture, except, like, under doctor supervision. You know, someone that knew what they were actually talking about with this sort of stuff in certain cases, you know, where they really did need more of the hormonal boost. But generally, like, uh, pine pollen tincture is not recommended for uh, people besides men over 30 years of age. That being said, you know, I started earlier in that, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, I give it, I wouldn't recommend, you know, people give it to their child without consulting their doctor and. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't recommend that. But, I mean, in my view, like I said, it's more of a food 
than yeah, the powder. I'll never give my yeah. daughter a freaking bodybuilding supplement. That's for sure. <laughs> You know, but it might be vitamins either. <laughs> huh? Yeah, but all oh, those chewable candies that have synthetic <laughs> vitamins in them? You, you don't want to give yep. those to your kid? <laughs> you know? Uh, what is that? All right. Uh, any last things you can think of that we should cover here? Uh, pine pollen is freaking awesome. <laughs> to sum it oh, up, you know, we just <laughs> we we've gone an hour here, but that's really the summation of what we've covered. Pine pollen is freaking awesome. I, I've taken that's calling it the, like the, the super the superfood of the 21st century. One, it's it just sort of become uh, a little more popular. Still far from being popular, so help spread the word. But uh, a little bit more in the past few years in this century. But with the problem with the overly envirogenic environment that you can't get away from it. Even if you eat all organic food, there's probably still some things, you know, tap water has xenoestrogens, plastics, if you handle those at all, you're getting some xenoestrogens, chemicals, all kinds of things, you really can't get away from them. So more and more we really need this hormonal support. Uh, studies have indicated that the average male testosterone has been on a decline, and this likely has been for a long time coming. So we really, in addition to just the basic level of nutrition, those vitamins, those minerals, other micronutrients, we seem to need this hormonal support. I, I personally feel like I wasn't born with a high amount of testosterone. There's definitely something to do with parents' nutrition, and there's that play, that play your own, your own <laughs> health. So that's an important part. So for me, in fact, it's only with playing with these herbs in recent years and all the other things that I do that I feel I've gotten back to, to even like a basic level of where testosterone ought to be. I don't even feel that's necessarily optimal yet. So uh, a lot of people need this. You just got to try it out and see if it works for you. Yes, definitely recommend it to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> it is worth trying out, that's for sure. So if you enjoyed this podcast, please head on over to iTunes. Make sure you're subscribed and also leave us a review. They can really help us out, and that way we can spread the, the gospel of pine pollen to more people out there. All right, thanks everyone for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.